Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American Johnny Junson. We are here with a special guest. He is a former second-round draft pick and the fifth-ranked prospect for the Chicago Cubs. Is that good? You tell me. It is my pleasure to welcome Cole Roeder to the Officially Unofficial podcast. What's up, Cole? What's going on, guys? And breaking news here for people listening. I mean, not a big deal. Uh, a little bit of a celebration here. It was your 21st birthday yesterday. So let's go into that. I want to be the first to wish you happy birthday. A little bit belated. How was that yesterday? Did you get after it? Uh, no. Didn't, dig it. Didn't get to get after it even the slightest. So, <laughs> uh, so we have camp coming up with, and uh, we get tested, you know, daily. Make sure we don't get sick or anything. So uh, I was told I got to kick back be safe and uh they ended up telling me i had to go to do some lab work at 6 a.m the next morning so i didn't get to do much man i fell asleep at like midnight you know just celebration can be watching some tv i was watching the other guys that's about all i did okay yeah so your 21st birthday was the exact opposite of mine people who listen to this podcast know uh, my 21st birthday was spent in mccook nebraska my junior college and everyone at the party pretty much got arrested and there was tickets handed <laughs> out not me because i was legal drinking age just turned 21 that's there what happened. Go. So we had a little bit of a little bit of a different, different uh, experience on our twenty first birthday. So I mean, how bummy is that, man? I mean, twenty first birthday is something you look something you look forward to growing up. Like, yes, I get to get after it with the guys now legally, obviously. And then next thing you know, you're watching the other guys at eleven p.m. So what? How how, how bummy was that for you, dude? Hey, talk about tough. Talk about <laughs> yeah, talkers, dude. It was so brutal. I was excited, you know. Living in pro ball, 21 years old. You know, if you would have asked me this last year, what what would I have been doing? It definitely wouldn't have been that. Um, but it's all right. You know, after camp, we finish up the seventh. And me, Brendan Davis, and Cole Franklin all turned 21, you know, in September to November. That time the camp's done. So uh, even though I missed my celebration on my actual birthday, I'm about to celebrate, you know, a birthday the size of three birthdays. So who knows, man? You never know. Dude, and like I said, I, I've said this to Cole, and I'd like to get after it with you guys because I, I'm a guy that likes to have a couple pints, have a couple beers with the boys. So <laughs> it just sucks because, like, obviously, I'm from Canada, can't travel. Because if I do travel to the U.S., I have to self-quarantine here for 14 days, which is just no fuego. So couldn't be able to do that maybe sometime in the near future. But I wanted to talk about Cole Franklin, okay, because this guy – I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's posting Instagrams with Rari's. He's at, he's at Drake's mansion, it looks like I said to him. Where is this guy? What's going on with this guy right now? Let me, let me give you the backstory real quick. So my, one of my best friends, Cole Franklin, his dad is his agent. His dad's business partner, his name's Phil. Fantastic dude. That man, it just got to work out in life. That man knows what to do. He is, <laughs> he's making moves left and right. So Cole was actually uh, kicking it with his Ferrari in his new, like, $10-plus million new house that he just got in Florida. So that man, he's – I mean, I'm not going to say he's got it like that, but he's got it in the bag like that, like, a little bit, you know? Like, That's yeah, actually he, crazy. Because, so, wait, this guy is his dad's business partner, and this guy is just Stephen Jobs, RIP, by the way, Bill Gates. Sorry, I'll say Bill Gates. So this guy's just Bill Gates ripping around in Rari's. So Cole's just living off of that guy's dime. You just love to see it. Is that what he's doing? Dude, hey, I wish I, I wish I could do it. Let me tell you something. That guy, I mean, I like I want to go out to Florida and see this guy's house because this dude's got an elevator in his house. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> like that's how you know you made it in life is you got an elevator going to the third story of your house. Yeah, and I was thinking about it. Like when, when at what 
part do you kind of realize you kind of made it in life? For me, it would be to go to like, cause I'm a big gambler. For me, it would be to go to the roulette table and just throw like 20 grand on a collar. Like that's when I feel like I've made it in life. Or if I could just put like 20 K on a football game, that's when I realize like, listen, money is, is shit to me. I don't care. Like that's, that's when I realized I made it in life. I guess that elevator could kind of plays, man. I mean, this guy, so, yeah, where, play level. so what is this guy? Is this guy a, like a baseball agent? Like what, what does this guy do here? So, uh, initially, uh, he invested in a firework company and that one ended up blowing up and, you know, he sold that for a decent amount. And then have you ever heard of, uh, like the zero gravity mowers where it's like, you just, it like, it just turns and you don't have to like stop and turn. You just yeah. Kind of, yeah. So he invented that. What the fuck? saying like when cole told me that i was like wait what What the hell yeah. i just assumed that was always a thing i didn't i have no idea where this guy's this Absolutely. guy's the, this guy is just i need to get this guy on the paw this guy sounds like he just has it all figured out maybe he can the throw me a couple k moves what can you say it'll play at a high level and those zero gravity moments those played at a very high level that guy's a genius like maybe Maybe that guy just has maybe that guy just has some sort of futuristic shit where he just knows what's gonna go down. Maybe you should be making bets something. for me. And I want to talk about Cole again because this guy, I always bring I always text him this. This guy's always in his bag with the females. I mean, this guy he went Instagram live yesterday and it looked like it was just like a like a sorority commenting on his shit. It was just a ton like it was like 50 girls commenting on his stuff. It, this you would you say Cole gets the most females on the Cubs and it's by a ton or would, or is he just for show? Um, man, I will. Okay. I will say he's in the race. Top three, easy, but top two. Absolutely. I, you know what? I'll give him the top two contender spot. Um, I'm going to be honest with you for some reason, this dude just knows every girl. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. Dude, I just, I mean, hey, I, I, I applaud him on it. Dude, he's really got it like that. Uh, dude, I, I don't know, because I'd be on his live sometimes looking at it, you know, joking around with him, and I'm like, I text him, like, dude, like, how? Like, what do you, like, do you, I don't know what you do on social media. Like, what do you, like, or how active do you have to be to get a full sorority, basically, commenting on your live, of all things? I don't know if this guy just rips around like he's, like, a, a major league scout just finding females in, like, the United States of America, because I, what's it called? So, like, I, I, I used to know people in Colorado, and obviously he's from Oklahoma, and I'm looking at this, and, like, I see mutual followers with, with like, friends that I have, and it's Cole Franklin. I'm like, Cole, how the hell do you know this random girl <laughs> in, like, Colorado, dude? Like, I have dude. no idea how this guy knows anyone. Dude, everywhere. And that's the same with, like, Brennan Davis, too. Dude, all across the U.S., they got it like that. They're Just, worldwide. Dude, it's un- <laughs> and the thing is, too, like, I've seen this dude work in person. I've no- This dude has been one of my best friends since, like, since 2018. I've seen him work in person. Like, it's it's not like his game is supreme. You know what I mean? Like, he's got good game, but it's not like – you know, like the top of the top. He, I don't know. I mean, he's a good looking dude, but dude, come like how? You know, what are you doing? I don't know. I would compare. I like I said. I call him like the blonde Mike Stud because dude. I have no idea. This guy has honestly, honestly, Cole. I mean, beautiful eyes. This guy's just a good looking dude. But I, it's just this guy's above and beyond with his style and everything he has going. I mean, you got to applaud him. You got to step back and applaud him off the baseball dude. field, right? You have to respect the hustle. You know, he's got the game. He's got it. He's got the juice. Yeah. I will say. The blue check helps. Like oh, the it does. Set, 
followers helps on Instagram. He's six foot four. He plays professional baseball. And I'll give him this. He's going to see this, and I know he's going to text me about it. So I'm not going to gas him up too much. But the dude's got the drip. He's got, he's he got, does. he's got, no, he has good he's style. got very good style. You know what I mean? So no. I think, I think with a little bit of talking, you know, he's got, he's got the height and everything. I think girls just love it. He does. He does, man. He's one of the greatest marketers on the planet. And he, and me and you should do this. We should make a mutual agreement. Every time this guy posts like a selfie kind of looking picture on Instagram, we just comment the fish hooks. Cause this guy's just fishing for comments. Dude, he's just reeling them in. Unreal. Yeah. No, I'm going to do it every time now. That's something I'm going to promise to you. Dude, I got to know what this dude's throwing on his line because I got to start throwing out the same bait or something because yeah. this dude well, you have got to get a Ferrari. You have to get a Ferrari and an elevator in your house. An elevator in the house, a Ferrari right on the water with like an $11 million pad. I think that'll do the trick for sure. That might do it. That might do it. And you mentioned Brennan Davis. We've also had him on the podcast. Not a big deal. Second overall prospect for the Cubs, whatever. <laughs> um, what What is B. Davis like? Because obviously, because this guy, our relationship's kind of mended here. We started out, he thought I was like a media kind of guy. He was a little bit dry. And now it's like, a, this guy might be in my wedding party. Like, that's how close. I mean, I wouldn't say we've gotten that close. Obviously a joke. But now he's kind of opened up to me. He's a legend. He's a beauty. What is B. Davis like? Were you a part of that house? Um, oh, it was yeah. like, oh, you were there. Okay. Let me tell you something. Me, Cole, and one other guy were the original three. We, oh. we brought Brennan in and then brought uh, Cam Sanders in, like DJ artists. But the original three was actually me, Cole Franklin, and a dude named Chris Allen. Um, B. Davis. B. Davis was a lot different when I first met him. The first time I met <laughs> The first time I met him. He was wearing collared shirts and, uh, like, seven-inch inseam khaki shorts. Like he was like, like, nice to meet you, sir. Yeah. Like he was like, nice to meet you, sir. I'm Brennan Davis. Pleasure to he's meet like, you. <laughs> he's like, hello, sir. And I was like, whoa, hey, <laughs> relax, you know? Um, but, dude, honestly, I kid you not, like, in that house, in the house, like, like me, Ryan Jensen, Cam Sanders, like, all of us, dude, it's like one single brain. Like, we all might be a little different, but we all have, like, the same personality. So, I kid you not, once you get Brennan talking, like, once you get him, like, just kind of rolling a little bit, oh, dude, he's a beauty. He's going to keep yeah. going with it. He's a legend. He's a legend. I love Brennan, man. And, like, talking about the on-field stuff with Brennan, like, how nasty is he? I, I was watching some of his videos. This guy just rakes, right? He just rakes. Dude, he flat out came out to South Bend and just shredded. Like, no one, no one, no one expected it. No one saw it coming. Like no one could have foreseen it, dude. The dude just came out there and just went to work. Dude, he's he's the Drake. He he looks like he looks like Drake from uh, what what show was Drake on? Degrassi. He'll roll Degrassi. out in these in these in, in these seven inch inseam pants, the the collared tablecloth shirt, and then he'll go four for four with two nukes and pop his chain. This guy's insane, dude. The worst thing was when I first met him, he had no juice, no chain. He had kind of like a little bit like of an afro going, like a really bad one though. <laughs> like he didn't know what a fake was yet. So like he kind of had like this kind of going out and it kind of just went up like right here. Yeah. So uh, you best believe me and Cole, as soon as you got in that house, we got him right real quick. <laughs> Fades with a new clothes, like just, just a new him and the dude, the dude just blossomed. Like the dude's just his own person now. He, I mean, he probably went home to his parents and they were like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I have no <laughs> idea who this guy is. He walked in, mom was like, hey, young man, you need to walk outside and shit. <laughs> he, he was no, like, I, uh, he, he was saying bet and shit around his parents. They say something, he'd be like, bet. They'd be like, bet what? <laughs> he had no idea what he's talking about. What are you betting? Are we betting money? What are you doing here? Dude, I, I love, love that guy. That house, like the five guys, four guys are in there. 
by I'm kidding you not by far the most fun dudes we have in the whole world. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. And, and the, these are these are guys that came on this podcast. It's what we do, we grind here. We're sending this shit to the moon. But what's the funny story you have from that house specifically? I mean, because when you have a bunch of characters like that, Jensen, by the way, what an electric factory that guy is. I mean, I love that dude. <laughs> that you, guy. Oh my god, dude, that guy's incredible. I'm telling you, that house is so electric. Like every day, dude. Like. Dude, all right, so let me tell you something. This, this is how our normal, like, weekend would go uh, our first, like, couple years in Pro Bowl. Jensen wasn't here yet for this one. This is at the old original house. <laughs> the first one. This is where the dynasty began. This is where, like, the legend started. Every Friday, you know, we'd have camp, go out there Saturday night, you know, party a little bit Friday, got to go up for camp Saturday. Saturday night, party hard. Like, have a good time. Let's like, go. Dude, we got one day a week where we can just relax and do nothing. You got to know we're going to have a little bit of fun. We got to do no a little relaxing. bit. Yeah. Party, have a good time. Next morning, wake up, having, you know, picking stuff up around the house, whatever you need, because it's been thrashed the night before. Dude, every Sunday, kid you not, every Sunday during NFL season, we'd all, <laughs> dying a little bit, go sit on that on our couch, watch the NFL game. We'd probably have like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe 4. 14 guy like all guys from the team dude all of us are all of us were there like most of them are there the night before so they're sleeping there so literally we'd wake up the next morning just like just dying a little bit watching nfl games sitting there make some food grill some food dude it was that is literally like one of my best like favorite moments in pro ball is just dude partying hard with the boys and the next day like partying hard of nfl dude it's awesome dude what a dream i mean that's something kids kind of that's something that I grew up throwing pennies in a wishing wall for that shit to happen to me. I mean, you just love that. And here's a question about the Sunday morning look. I mean, which guy looked the roughest on Sunday? Like, which guy couldn't recover from going on a heater the worst? Oh, cool, cool, for sure. <laughs> Is his hair all screwed up? His perm and shit? <laughs> let me actually let me take that back. If we're going like day to day. I'm probably going to say that Jensen, 100% that dude, no problem. He's good. Cam, no problem. Good. After four days in a row, like, like if, if you're going hard, whatever you're doing, a couple days in a row, Cole's done. That's it. Stick <laughs> a fork in that. He's getting sick. Brennan, he, you know, him, he might get after it one night. He'll complain about the second night if he has to do it. Will not go a third. That's, um, unless he's got, like, a really big, like, motivation – no chance. He's <laughs> he, needs, he needs to listen to that song like, uh, what's it called? It's like 10% luck, 20% skill. That's the song he needs to listen to when he's grinding Sunday morning like to go on a heater. I Dude, mean, that's got, what he needs. He just got to get after, you know? And he's learning too because the first time, like, I will say, because me and him didn't, none of us really went to college, you know? We just didn't get that yeah. experience. Um, the first year, <laughs> when we could, we would. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. after having a blast, you know? And I think, honestly, like, now from doing that so much and have like just doing that with those dudes like if you like when you hang out with us dude like you're gonna hear some weird questions that don't make sense you're gonna hear like some comments that you're just like confused about dude it's you just never know at that house and it's always like a good like a new surprise you're gonna wake up and you're gonna see something or hear something you've never heard or seen the day before I can imagine that because you got to think, right? I mean, these are a couple guys coming out of high school, except Jensen, obviously, Fresno State just absolutely carved there. But these are a couple guys coming out of high school. They'd never got that college experience. They never got to just go go crazy in college. You go to this hot, you go to this house, which is pretty much a frat house with you and the boys. You're going to do it. 
you're going to do it. Was part of you kind of wishing, because where were you committed out of high school to? I was going to UCLA. Holy shit. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if UCLA is that big of a party school, but did part of you kind of be like, man, I wish I kind of could, I, you see all your friends partying, going crazy, and you're just playing pro ball, waking up at 6 a.m. running and shit. Like, did part of you kind of wish, like, man, I kind of wish I did at least one year of college? Uh, okay, so it kind of goes both ways. I think of it like this, like, because in pro ball, we really don't do that much conditioning. Thank God. Yeah. College, do an extreme amount of conditioning. So at that point, I'm glad I didn't have to go. I, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to go because the school aspect. But, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. When I went on my, uh, when I went on my official visit to UCLA, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick, dude. Like it, like easily, like dude, <laughs> like some of the stuff that that official visit was like some of my like favorite memories. That like, if anyone ever asked me, like, yo, like if you would have gone to college, what would you expect? I'd be like, well, <laughs> I got a weekend and all this happened. I don't even want to know. <laughs> What would have happened in three years of college? So you're, t- I mean, so did you get to hang out with like the like the juniors and stuff? And you guys kind of went oh. out and got got after a bit. Oh yeah, they took us out. We got after it, having a great time. They were showing us around, you know. So they were showing us like frat row and you know where everyone kicks it, fat sals, all stuff. They're showing us a day in the life, dude, and it was nuts, dude. I mean, you're making me want to just kind of. I still have two years of eligibility left to college baseball. People forget that. Two Dude. years of JUCO, 186 average. No D1's going to take me. I'll walk on. I'll clean the jock straps. I, I, I would want to experience that because UCLA, man, I mean, a bunch of – and first of all, when you're on that team, I kind of feel shitty for you if you're, like, not above average looking because that team is uncomfortably good looking. The baseball Dude, players on that team, that's it's just, it, is, it, is it not crazy? It's kind of unreal. Like, you look at the guys that are in there, like, like my, my class of 18, I was like, dude – I was like, you <laughs> some beauties. Like, these guys will play at a high level. You know what I mean? Yeah. New, it's, dude, it's like, I mean, you just kind of feel bad. If you're like, if you come in there, you're on like a 20, 15% scholarship, not much confidence, and you go in there and you're fi- going up against like that Garrett Mitchell guy who's a man rocket. <laughs> dude, you look at that dude. guy and it's like, dude, what do I have going for me? I might as well start focusing on school because this guy's going to clean it up here, right? And do you know the worst thing about it? Those dudes that are like the best looking, nasty. They got dude. it all, dude. They they're good, dude. They're good off the field. And they go on the field and they just absolutely shred the talent. I, I hate those guys. I, hate, I I hate those guys. Dude, Garrett Mitchell's got the height. He's got the looks. He got the play, dude. It's like, come on, man. Hey, did, did, did you meet him? Like, are, are you like if he, what do he recognize you if he saw you? I mean, I hope. I was a four-year commit. I mean, I was there a lot. <laughs> they were, the kids were thinking, like, does this guy go here? I see him every single weekend at this school. Dude, I was literally – because I committed when I was 15. So, I was there four years. So, I was there a lot. You know what I mean? So, I was I was, I was, was decent homies with most of the guys on that team. I still have a lot of homies on that team. And, I actually, uh, I keep in touch with a lot of them. Dude. Wait, what, wait back the hell up for a second. You were committed to UCLA when you're 15. What were you, Jesus Christ, on the baseball field? Were you just hitting? Were you? Were you, did you hit 900 when you were 15? What do you mean you committed when you were 15? Let me tell you something. Hey, JV, I'm the best JV player you ever seen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, hey, when they, when they look up JV All Stars, hey, I'm on the face right there. That's what I'm saying. I went nasty, dude. Dude, no, I mean, so wait a second. I mean, how how did you how did that even come? Like, did you just have a shit ton of offers when you were 15? 
okay, so how it kind of went for me, uh, I only had like one look going like in the in the high school. I, I had been looked at by Long Beach State. Um, so my freshman year, I just absolutely went bananas, like banana. Like I'm telling you, like JV All Star. So you were you, know? just, you were just that guy. You were that. Guy. I was that guy when I was 15. So before even playing a varsity game. I had already uh, been offered and committed to UCLA. It was my dream school, so, like, that's the only reason I did it. But, dude, it was, like, it was crazy. Dude, see, I, I have a little bugaboo with that when you commit that early because, like you said, man, you got to experience the school and get after it. If I were you, I would have waited it out a bit and just had, like, 10, 15 offers to D1s, took official visits, and just rallied my dome off. Like, I would have went to ASU, USC, I would have went to every single disgusting party school, Alabama. Even if Alabama didn't even offer me, I'd still go there for an official visit. UTC, I'm going everywhere. Yeah. That, 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 I mean, that's what I would do. Dude, the only problem was 15-year-old me was like, dang, dream school, offer me when I'm 15? Hell yeah. And then I'm thinking about a senior year, I'm like, damn, that would have been sick. If I just didn't commit, had these hella offers, I'm flying around the country just going on officials and stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, looking back on it, if you get – a scholarship offer to UCLA when you're 15, you're getting drafted. I mean, unless you turn out, unless your 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 I mean your uh your staff look like mine and JUCO in the rest of the, your life, you're getting drafted if you're if you're getting committed when you're 15 years old. So I would just ate that up. And when you're 15 years old, right? You get you you get signed. I mean, uh, you sign to UCLA or verbal commit or whatever. Are you that guy walking around the high school like you're 15? You're looking at these. Uh, juniors and seniors grinding for scholarships you're like you're a bum like i'm committed to ucla you're a bum are you the big dude, guy on campus hell no i okay so after i committed i didn't tell a, i didn't tell a soul like, i didn't i didn't <laughs> i didn't post about it because i was like i didn't want to put that on someone because i knew like our seniors were grinding and just weren't getting committed so i was like at that point super nice dude i was like you know what i'm just not gonna post and be a nice dude about it i should have posted everything i came to school the next day <laughs> And I got worked. I got really? literally, I was unanimously hated by every upperclassman. As Why? soon as I walked, because I had, I was 15 before playing a varsity game, before I truly proved myself as a player, I had already gotten a scholarship from a high prestigious school over these guys that are 17, 18, you know, six foot four, 220 pounds. And I'm sitting here about five, seven, about five, eight, you know, 140 pounds, yeah. 150 pounds. So Dude, you didn't come, tell them? How do they know them if you didn't tell them? Uh, well, uh, the first couple days, awesome. Then it was posted, part uh, oh. commits to UCLA. Then that's when that's when like all, the floodgates, dude. The floodgates opened, and my teammates hated me. Really? Like, would they like be a would they be a dick to you? Pretty much, like they dude, they like like ver yeah hell yeah dude verbally abusive like cutting me out of stuff. There was there was one there was one guy and I I tell I tell this to every every scout or everything like the reason I did like the where I am right now, truly because I would because I, I would I was gonna transfer school as my my that's how like that's how bad it was getting at one point. Um, this dude Nick Playa, still one of my best friends to this day was literally the only reason that, like, I stayed there. He just, like, kind of took me under his wing, was like, hey, man, like, they're just jealous. And, like, when you're 16 and you have the whole world, you know, hating on you for something you've been working your whole life to do, it's tough, man. But, dude, that, that dude, I love that dude to this day. Like, he stayed at my house for a little bit, came, came and lived with me. I love that dude. That's literally the only reason I, I'm still where I'm at right now. I mean, what a bunch of 
bums. I, I just imagine roasting a 15 year old. If I was them, I'd be getting as close to humanly possible because you're going to be in the show someday. I'd be like, this guy's going to the show. I might as well latch on to this guy. I mean, so what, what, what would you say was like the worst thing said to you or just like a, a chirp where you're like, Jesus Christ, man, relax. Uh, so, okay. All right. You got ready for this one? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Posted on Twitter, right? I'm coming in. Varsity's got a little later. I'm like, I get there like a half hour early to go get some work in. As soon as I walk through the gate, there's there's like five or six upperclassmen getting there mad early because they're trying to get, you know, stay hot or whatever. <laughs> I came through that gate, and the first words I heard were UCLA. First words. Like, not like nice either. Oh, like, like they were being a dick about it. Like, 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 bants, like, being, like, just getting on my head. And then, dude, as soon as I walked in, like, up to the, the dugout and everything, they were like, put my, put my bag in the dugout. They were like, hey, underclassmen got to put their stuff outside. I was like, what the hell? This sounds good. Dude, it was like, you know, dude, you, I mean, you remember back then, though, like, you got some dudes that are just like, they're just like that. That's just how they are. Like, there's yeah. nothing changed. And as a 16 year old with absolutely no credibility, <laughs> no like really worth to None. that team yeah i haven't proved anything dude you best believe i'm not saying nothing i'm wearing it off the chin yeah I'm no shots off the chin left and right and you know what's crazy these guys are probably preying on your down like these guys still hate you to their bone i guarantee it i guarantee they every day refresh that game log see what you're doing see what cole rotor's doing i mean they they just hate you right they, they definitely still do dude, you, no yeah yeah, no, for sure. There's, there's some, there's some ones that for sure still hate me from that, from that upper class, dude. But they, I will say though, there's a lot of them. Like after I got out of high school, and like I actually saw them, like, like man to man, and no longer like underclassmen to lower class, whatever. They actually like were cool. Like they apologized and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, like, yeah, you were a tool. like you were, you were the worst, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, like. Looking back on that, I would just those guys right now are probably just bagging groceries and they see you living at that frat house with the Chicago Cubs boys <laughs> just grinding, and these guys are just hearing it in their ear from shoppers, hurry up with the groceries, or they're I mean, that is just putting it into perspective. That sounds like some sort of uh Disney movie. What what you got going on? The kid gets bullied for committing to UCLA. And now he's on the now he's now he's top five prospect for the Cubs. So hell yeah, hey, it's gonna be better when we make the leagues too. Yeah, yeah it's I mean it's just it, you just hate to see it. You hate to see it, especially yeah. a kid you roast be this successful. You hate to see it. <laughs> Absolutely, talk hey, talk about just tough luck for those guys too. They're all just getting the bad karma. You know? I'm, yeah, I'm no, in the bad karma for with injuries and stuff like yeah. that, dude. It's tough. That hey, I'm telling you, karma's a thing. Karma. Yeah always comes back around it is and they're these guys probably had to grind to get to like a d3 and they're Hell just looking at the <laughs> looking at you you're just the big man on campus you're wearing that ucla nike or whatever they're with jordan the ucla jordan gear walking around the school and these guys are just wearing their what's that company uh the shitty company like just like a wilson a wilson <laughs> crew neck with their school that they, that they had to buy from the bookstore i mean it's just incredible looking back on that man and like you said you obviously being committed when you're 15. When did you kind of realize I'm disgusting and I'm a freak at the game of baseball? Like I don't need school. Um, probably my junior year summer, sophomore year. 
Yeah, they they had a reason to pick on me. Let's put it that way. They had a reason to get on my head. <laughs> like sophomore year, me a sophomore year slump is a real thing. Yeah, uh, I had it for two years. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes it lasts a little longer, you know. But yeah. um, dude, like my junior year summer, I uh, I ran randomly got juice like randomly. Like I remember I came to the field one day and I just started like cranking them out. And it was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, when did this happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, dude, like, uh, I played in area, I, dude, honestly, it was area codes. Area codes, and uh, that was literally what, like, I was like, okay, like, I have a shot at this now. Like, I can, I can really do this. Cause I went to, uh, I went to Tournament Stars in Cary, North Carolina. Yeah. I went like 0 for 15. Holy shit. No K's, but 0 for 15 in front of, like, every pro and college scout, like, that we had in the game. So, your boy, your boy really needed to pick it up. Yeah. So, no. when it yeah. out, dude, I just, like, I don't know, man. I just got, like, it was my time to finally get with it. And I just ended up doing well and, you know, getting a spot. Yeah, no, it, 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 you are right, man. I mean, the game of baseball is so fucked. Like, you can go zero for fifteen in a weekend and think, listen, I better start like paying attention to school because this shit, this shit's not going to work anymore. And next thing you know, you'll go eight for like twelve, and you're like, oh, okay, so I'm in my bag now. I'm in my bag now. Not as bad as I thought of this. Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy. Who would you say is the best hitter you've ever got a pitch up like a hit off of? Because growing up in Cali. We had a guy on last week, Patrick Waggle. There was a team in his conference, I believe it was in California, that had Giolito, um, Shane Bieber, all in the same pitching rotation. I think it was Shane Bieber. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember who it was, but it was something like that. Like the top five pitchers in the major leagues, three of them were in the same pitching rotation. Was there a team like that for you in California? Uh, dude, there was multiple teams like that in California. It was disgusting. California talent, I will say California, Florida talent, like, they're just unmatched. Like, dude, they're just coming out on trees. Dude, we had dudes – like, one of my best friends actually that is at U of A, the dude was topping out at 97 in high school. What the – I mean, what? And he's like – he's 6'1". Like, he's not – he's like 170, 80, 180 pounds maybe. Yeah. This boy is pumping 97 with an absolute banger. Dude, oh I faced – you know who uh, Hans Kraus is? No. Oh, is oh, he yeah. the – wait, is he the guy that went to Tennessee? Uh no he's he's in pro ball now. No I have no idea who that is. Our, so, I mean, sorry Hans Kraus, cool name. No idea who this guy is. Probably the I will say probably the two hardest dudes I ever faced in high school were uh, Ethan Hankins. Ethan Hankins was he he was that dude in high yeah. school. Like he had it in his bag. And then uh, I faced like Hunter Green. I've known Hunter Green since I was a kid. Faced him a lot growing up. Um yeah dude Hans Kraus was like a ninety nine to hundred, but you had no idea where he's going. Oh, one of those guys where you can either get hit in the ribs or it'll be ninety. I could be one hundred and one pain on the block, on the block, right? Yeah, it's either gonna take you right off the chin or it's gonna be dotted. Yeah, you no, I mean, I don't know how I feel about Hunter Green because Amir Garrett's told me he'd get me Hunter Green on this podcast, and it still hasn't happened. So, AG, I mean, we got to be better here. I mean, we got to be better. I mean, where's Hunter Green at? I need Hunter Green. I need his bleach blonde hair. Looks like Frank Ocean, just a good looking dude. What was Hunter Green like when he was younger? Was he a freak? Um. Dude, that boy, that boy's raised to be a product. That dude is raised to be an athlete. Like when we're when we're at the, you know, going to the skateboard, going to the skate parks and stuff, that boy is throwing long toss. So like really? that's 
that's that's how that dude like he's been on that strict regimen since we were little kids man like he's he actually did like when we were kids growing up like he didn't like he was nothing disgusting like he, yeah. he was like you know he was all right he's pretty solid he's a good player but like he wasn't like 103 102 like like just you know nobody yeah. could have expected that one but I mean, man, that dude, that dude could throw the hell out of a baseball. Do you think, like, do you think that takes away the fun of the game when you're not, when you're growing up like that, where it's, I, it, I got to throw long toss. I'm 12 years old. My buddies are at the skate park in California wearing, wearing uh, shark tooth necklaces and, and using a plan B <laughs> skateboard. And I'm throwing long toss with my old man. Like, do you think that kind of takes away the fun of the game of baseball, especially when um, you've done it for so long? It depends. It can go both ways. I think it can absolutely. Um, in some ways, it can maybe you know make them love the game more. I think it kind of more or less. I think it messes with people off the field, like mental problem. Like like it's it's very hard, you know. Then you you're taken away from all these things. You have you know a childhood. You don't get to do these things. You're kind of raised in a bubble. You're kind of raised just you know based on what you can do in baseball. That's all. That's all anyone really is worried about as soon as they realize that. So. Um, I don't know about the baseball aspect, but for sure there's, he has to be, you know, I don't know about him specifically. I don't, you know, I can't speak for him, but as a, as a player and, you know, not having that childhood and stuff like that, it's hard mentally. It's, it's, it's very hard mentally. I just couldn't imagine not being able to just do stupid shit as a kid. And just like, you have to just hit off a tee or you have to do that stuff. And it's not up for debate. Like it's, you have to do this. Like you're going to the show. You have to kind of do this stuff. So I couldn't, especially in California, like, do you see that all the time? Because what I could compare that to living in Canada, there's these hockey dads, these hockey parents that have their kids on the ice every day, every single day, grinding, 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 school, grinding, grinding, grinding on the ice, CrossFit, doing all that kind of stuff. Do you see that in California where there's these psychotic parents that their kids is MLB or bust? Oh, absolutely. I had, I'm not going to name names, but there's a dude growing up when we were little kids. His dad must have thought he was Mike Trout. <laughs> like, this dude, like, he had to sit in left field because, like, you could still hear him screaming at the umpire from left field. Really? And, like, like eight, nine, ten, he's, like, full on, like, like, F-bombing the hell out of this umpire, like, in front of, like, kids and family, you know what I mean? So, dude, oh, dude, actually, speaking of that, I was an umpire for a little bit in high school. Hell yeah. There are parents like that everywhere. Hell yeah, dude. Dude. I ate into it as an umpire. Is it is that not crazy though how some people don't have feel? It's a, the, your kid is eight years old. What are you arguing about? Like I, I couldn't even imagine. Dude, and it's just it's, it's crazy because like at this point in their life, they're not really they're not gonna be anything like this when they're older. Like this yeah. is just like there's just so much, like, there's so much time. Like, you don't really need to be this intense with it, you know? Drink a beer, kick back, and have fun. Watch your son or daughter have a good time playing their game they love. Dude, it, it's honestly insane how parents can actually ruin a sport for kids. Like, not to get not to get dark here, but it's crazy, right? I mean, Dude. you see it all the time because when I was growing up, there was a ton of kids that were nasty at hockey. They're, they're getting articles written about them in the paper. It's like the scouts are talking about them coming up. And they get to that level where they're, like, 18. And it's like, man, like, like, fuck you, mom and dad. Like, I don't want to play hockey anymore. I want to go to, like, I want to go to university in Ontario here and just get after with my friends. Like, I don't want to play hockey anymore. And it's crazy how parents can ruin that for people. It's insane. It's, it, dude, and it's, it's so true, too. Because you never, like, as unfortunate as it is, 
like you, you would always hope that your parents or someone you care about never ruin the game for you. But it, dude, it happens all the time. And the problem is, dude, they make these kids be like these products of the game at such a young like age. They don't get to experience, you know, doing some stupid stuff with your friends, doing some hood rat stuff with your friends that you probably shouldn't be doing. But yeah. like, you look back on it ten years later and you're like, wow, like that was dumb. But I, I learned a lot from that. And like kids that are just like are revolved so around sports don't really get that. So. I guess when they're 18, I mean, when you can finally do whatever the hell you want to do, a lot of them are like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be my own person. I couldn't imagine, though, being a dad and, like, you invest tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars into your son being this robot product that's going to the show. And next thing you know, he's like, no, I don't want to do this shit anymore. It would be like losing, like losing the biggest bet of your life. Like, that's the biggest bet ever. Yeah, because then it's like, damn, like I just spent all that money and now I got to go spend more to go help you put through college now. Yeah. Now you want to be a normal person. It's like, dude, hey, like my, my, my dad always be joking with me because he used to spend a lot of money on travel and all stuff growing up because we used to do a lot, you know, with baseball and soccer and all that. He's like, hey, man, he's like, I'm just telling you right now, when you make the big leagues, all I want, new tractor. We're even. Yes. I'm like, dude, hey. That's it? One tractor for all the money I've cost you? Deal. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's a big bet. I mean, you just love to see that. It just one tractor, just the most American thing I've ever heard in my life is I want a tractor, not a nice Dude. car. Don't don't give me a house. Have you done any of those sentimental videos yet where uh, you get drafted and you buy your mom and dad a car and it just blows up on social media? Uh, no, because, see, that, that's fun and all, but, like, it's just not exciting. Like, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to get my, like, my parents are going to come home and there's going to be, like, a buffalo in their front yard. A buffalo? What? So, like, my, like, my dad, like, dude, I'm telling you, if I, if I put a buffalo in the backyard, like, in our property in my parents' place, my dad would cry laughing. My mom, pissed. My dad would be yeah. in tears laughing. That's why, like, like dude, like, yeah, like, I'll, you know, I'll buy him a car or something, but, like, I'm trying to have, like, I'm trying to do the last thing they expect that, like, it's still funny. Like, they'd still like it, but, like, I want to get, like, that reaction. Like, if I'm doing it, dude, I might pull up in, like, like a 60s beetle, like a POS, and be like, here you go. Like, there you go. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that, that, that's electric. I, that, that, you're true on that. And you mentioned your parents. There's actually a cool video I believe I saw when I was crying. I don't know if I was, like, on YouTube or whatever. You just launching a ball into orbit, and your parents were at the game. When that happens, do you kind of feel like you got that extra juice where it's like, I can leave the yard at command? Because my parents are here and I just left the crib. So that's what I do. I got the juice. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. My dad's reactions, every time, since I was a little kid, this dude, his reactions play at the highest level. Yeah, it's going to go viral. Dude, he is electric. Like, this dude will dance and sing and stand on anything. He will make a hoot and a holler for anything. Yeah. And, dude, like, in that video, you see him absolutely going to town. And I just want to let you know, that is, like, the most pure happy dance I have ever seen out of that old man in my life. <laughs> dude, that yeah. dude's got no rhythm, and it shows on that video. And, I, and we'll do an over-under here. So when you make your Major League debut, we'll say a week or two. Actually, no, we'll do 48 hours. What a, what a change in time. 48 hours. Over under, do you think your dad some sort of makes the MLB pipeline page or the MLB page for dancing after you hit a nuke? What are you thinking here? Do you think it's over 48 hours or or obvi- it depends when you should nuke? But do you think your dad's going to go viral once that debut comes? 
All right. Say say I nuke. All right. All right. Let's, let's just give the scenario. Say I get called up. First day, be hit a nuke. I give it before the end of the game, before that guy going viral on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll tweet it. Like, legitimately. Let's put it this way. Last year uh, in South Bend, they loved him so much because he is, like, dude, he's just got, like, a fire personality. Like, that's just yeah. how he is. This dude literally sat in the, uh, the broadcasting booth with my mom, and they were, like, fake broadcasting, like, right before a game. What the? That's electric. On, on T, like, it is on broadcast. Like, they're not saying anything, but you can see my parents on the big like, – I'm in the – I literally walked down the tunnel, right? I'm about to get ready for the game, got my headphones in, you know, got my, got my like, my slides on. You know, I'm just, I'm just in my zone kind of feeling myself. You have no idea how weird it is to, like, be like, okay, bumping, and you kind of, like, look up, and you're like – you're like, you see your parents on the big screen, and then you, yeah. like, look – because they have no idea, by the way. They have no idea they're on the big screen. Oh my and I god! Woke up, and they like they like wave at me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know you. I'm like pointing up to the top, dude. And my dad looks at looks at the camera. And he goes, because he sees that they're all yeah, no idea. Like the dude's electric. Like he just the dude just loves to have a good time. Yeah, and I I mean I asked this question to Cole. It's a complete off topic question. And Cole obviously with a signing bonus, he got a pretty good chunk of change. Flew to California or whatever and bought a Louis V tracksuit. That's what he got with the signing bonus. The dumbest purchase ever. That's what he said. What's the dumbest thing that you've ever you got with your signing bonus? Because I don't know what the money. I, I'm assuming it's pretty good. Second round, not a big deal. What was the dumbest thing you bought? Like a, like a Louis V tracksuit, dumb. I mean, okay. Did, did he tell you the backstory on that? By the yeah, way, yeah. Wasn't it one day you guys were like. Let's go to California. I want to, like yeah. Cole said that, I want to buy a Louis V tracksuit. You booked a flight after one of your practices, got on the flight, went to the wherever, the store, and then flew back, right? Is that how it went? Uh, <laughs> more or less, yes, more or less. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, went, I drove home. So it was actually Cole and, one of, and Chris, the original, one of the original three, that went out. So I, I drove back to Cal. Like, I drove up to my parents' place, saw them, like, hung out with them. And, uh, dude, you have no idea going into the airport the next morning, walking in there, seeing Cole Franklin in a full Gucci tracksuit passed yeah. out on, on a, on like this, on the, like the normal floor, seeing Chris Allen literally like this, looking up in the air, asleep on the chair. I'm like, what the f- happened? Last night? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what did you guys do? Then he's like, Cole looks at me and goes, Tracks it and just knocks back what out. A, what a wild dude. card. Dude, I was like, he, dude, he is the wild card, and I love it. Dude, it is electric. Like, I walked in. I could have bet anything other than that than him busting out a good – and, dude, the dude didn't even get the sweatpants. He got the shorts. Yeah, I mean, just just like a Odell Beckham kind of look. Not dude, it, was, it, it was impressive, though. I got I to gotta tip my cap to that because that tracksuit, that's dude, a baller the, move. Dude, the, dude, it's a power play. The, the dude's got unreal confidence. He does. He does. He do, I mean, would you say that he was the funniest guy in that house? Or Because honestly, man, Ryan Jensen is hilarious. So I would give that up to <laughs> between Ryan and, Ryan and him for sure. Honestly, neither of them. Really? Cam Sanders, hands down. Hands yeah. down. If, if you ever have a chance, like – I don't, I don't know how you'd be on a podcast. I've never seen him do a podcast. But if you hang out with this dude in person, 
this dude has the best personality I've ever met in a human being in my life. Like, just this, electric. Dude, like he's the type of, you know that dude where like you walk into a room, you see him smile and at you, you love and you him. And you, and you love bust him. laughing. Yes, dude. That is Cam Sanders. What a just guy. Goober. Like the goober of goobers. And he's just the, dude, he's the best. He's, he, he, you absolutely love him. You guys have a ton of funny guys, though, in, like, the like Chicago Cubs organization. You have that one guy who I called up this year. Oh, what's his name? Ty? Tyson Miller? Is that his name? That's what – yeah, that's – he lives in this house with me, actually. Tyson Miller. Okay. Because I, 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 I did a tweet out the other day because I think he was roasting someone, and I said, care to come on the podcast to discuss? Because it was hilarious. I mean, this guy – this guy, if you, if you didn't know he played for the Cubs, you'd think he's, like, a, a Twitter influencer with the, some yeah. of the shit that he says. Dude. Let me tell you something. Him and Cole Franklin, actually, scrap that. Cole, scrap him. Brennan Davis. Brennan Davis and Tyson Miller are the biggest keyboard warriors I have ever seen. In- <laughs> Hands down, dude. Like, at one point, dude, Brennan was just commenting on every one of our posts. Like, it, dude, like, it was like, how do you have this much time? Like, every, one of, every player – you scroll through, Brennan's commenting. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Same with Tyson. Tyson and him, unreal keyboard warriors. It is like, it blows my mind. They have the push notifications on when you guys post. That, I mean, dude, that has to be the answer. They have to, right? Or, you know, they just, they got to be like, have our, or our Twitter accounts and stuff just on the load without us knowing. They just yeah. know everything. And the funny, it's funny that you mentioned Brennan because, so we've had a couple guys on this podcast that I guess grew up in Arizona and are just random guys. We've had pretty, like guys that have no affiliation with Brennan and I'd like look at their stuff to kind of get a background on them. And I would just see B BD or Brennan Davis comments on their Instagram. Like every time I'd be like, dude, how do you know this guy? Like, it would be dude, like, 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 my, like we had Sam Huff on the podcast, like the Rangers number two prospect in his major league debut, not a big deal. And I'm but, looking at this guy's comments. I'm like, Brennan Davis. Like how, how do you even know this guy, dude? Dude, it's unreal. He's everywhere. Like, it's un- like every dude, like, I, oh my God. I'd be scrolling through my Instagram feed. Dude, I see it on the Cubs page, the MLB page, players page, friends page. Dude, it's like Brennan and Tyson and Cole. It's like I see them everywhere. Their likes are everywhere, dude. It's like it's they insane. are connected. It's insane. And, and I saw Cole was at that sick house with a beautiful backyard. And I saw you were there also. Is that your crib? Like, whose house is that with that unreal backdrop? You're going to show it right now. Okay, so uh, people – So, if you're talking about this one, this is my house. Okay, a nice little – is that a golf course in the back? This is a golf course. So, we got the golf course right here. We got the pond and everything over there. It's pretty fire, dude, honestly. I'm a, so, that's your – like, your house. Like, that's under yeah. your – it's under your yeah. name. Yeah, this is my house. I moved uh, – I officially said goodbye to mom and dad and packed my stuff and moved in. That's – I mean, that's big league. That is big league for people. Look at the backyard. It looks like he's on the back of Augusta. I mean, that, the, the golf course just looks insane back there. Dude, it, it's fantastic. I'm not going to lie, though. This first hole, it's not it. It's, it's not, so not it. Dude, it's – okay, see, there's a pond right there. It's a, it's a hard do- – do you play golf? Yeah, yeah, okay. big golf guy. So, there's no driving range. It's a hard dog leg right about 580 yards to the pin. Yeah. Go- in like and it kind of goes like this, like in between the houses on both sides, dude. You gotta have like a nice little like 150, 200 piece layup right there, and then you gotta hit an absolute laser beam about 300 yards to even get close. All right, dude. The first time I played this hole, 
I was not very good at golf, by the way. I was playing with a Goodwill set. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, let's so, go. Dude, I'm not going to lie. It took us probably like 20 minutes to get to the first hole. Jesus Christ, man. There, there, we were playing a full round of four, like four guys, dude. And they were like, hey, let's play from the tips. And I'm like, that's an awful idea. Terrible. I do that. And he goes, what are you scared? And I go, yeah. Well, I don't know why. Because I'm not even going to make it through the first hole without wasting all my balls. Yeah. Katie, this dude goes up there. He goes, no, nah, I got this. First one, hammers the house. <laughs> Another house, dude. Hammers the house. He goes, hey, breakfast ball. We'll go again. Yeah. You got to go breakfast ball. Dude, have to. breakfast ball. Next one, shanks it again. Another house. R.I.P. Yeah, you want to play from the tips still, dude? Yeah, dude, and you since you live on a golf course, do you guys have to get some sort of – I always wonder this. Do you guys have to get some sort of insurance for the golfers hitting shit in your backyard? I don't know, to be honest with you. That's a good question. That's a great question. I, that's why I'm a. I, that's why this podcast is going to the moon. Who would have thought of that? Who? Who? I don't think that's ever been asked on a podcast, by the way. So credit to me if someone asked that again. But like, I'm legit though. Like, what if well, the ball goes through your window? What What goes on there? I don't know because okay. So at our first house, we lived on a golf course as well, and that one is more like in the middle of a hole. So that one did get teed off a decent amount. Yeah. Uh, Dude, we had I, – I honestly think – I just think they have, like, thicker pane glass, like, at, like, the houses. I've had – dude, we've had balls hammer the front door, like, the glass door. Nothing. Not even a – not even a crack or anything. Dude, it just – it is the loudest thing. It scares the hell out of you. And for some reason, they just don't break. I mean, that's just – that's incredible, first of all, if you have your own house. I mean, it's just – you just love to see that. And, and what's – and I saw a video – of someone jumping into a pond, I guess. Was that at that golf course? <laughs> no, that's, that's not at this one. Okay, because I think Cole posted it or something like that. Someone was in a pond. I, I, I could be just delusional. This could have been a dream. I don't that know if it was at that course. Stuff, though. That sounds like some OKC boys. Yeah, that might have been some OKC stuff. That definitely yeah. was some OKC stuff. And I had a couple more things to go here, man. I mean, so you said you guys have some uh, – uh, you guys are reporting to, like, a camp or something like that right now? Yeah, dude. So we uh, everyone comes in Sunday. I'm actually, I'm dude. It is gonna be electric. Everyone is back in Arizona. Let's go. We got the COVID. Obviously, we gotta be safe. But dude, yeah. we got we all back. Uh, we got a camp coming up. First day of camp is 28th. We gotta get like a bunch of tests and evaluations. Then we have to self quarantine. Um, they everyone except for like if you unless you own property here, like you have to stay in the hotel, which is terrible. So, so all the so Cole and all them have to. Yeah, unless um, so. As of now, unless they, like, got special permission, they have to stay in the hotel. Dude, let me tell you something about this hotel. This hotel, one, it's haunted. Like, badly haunted. Okay. Terrible, Terrible one. Like, you might not poop one time because that's how tight your butt's going to be the whole time. That's yeah. how haunted. Scary hours. Dude, <laughs> terrible. And, <laughs> dude, it's like, you know, like, if you're going to, like, a courtyard Marriott for, like, a, like a two-day stay? Yeah. That's where you stay for, like, four months. That's hell on earth. I, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Dude, it's like an insane asylum. That, yeah. So that's the hotel you're kind of staying at there. It's like four months in hell, pretty much. Basically. So those guys, the six weeks that we're here, um, unless you have special permission to stay out, you're in you're in the asylum. That so how how do you get special? How do you gain that? How do you gain special permission? Do you have to be like a top two? Like is Brennan Davis, whatever he wants, goes, flies pretty much? Well, see, Brennan Davis is the the face of the Cubs right now. They love him. They like oh, they, they love is, him. They're stroking him off. They're just yeah, I mean he, their hands are getting he, tired. 
That's what I'm saying. He, they, dude, they have the softest hands known to man. Like, yeah. they love him. They love yeah. him. He gets away with pretty much anything he wants to do. Um, but, like, it's basically, like, if you're a younger guy, like, fresh out of high school, or, like, your first year, there's no chance you're getting out of that hotel. You are going <laughs> to cry. And you're going to hate every single bit of it. Yeah. But if you're, if you're an older guy and, like, you, like, you're a good person, you're not, like, a tool, you have a good personality, whatever, you can schmooze him a little bit, 100% you can get out of there. But, dude. If you if you're a dick and you don't like have that pull with them, oh dude, Our game over, dude. You're you're getting the worst roommate and you're gonna get in that hotel the whole time, dude. It's like, it's honestly crazy. And I I've never asked this to minor league guys before, but is there some guys in the organization? Because like like I said, man, when you go to school, there's kids in your class that are just so weird. Like, what do you do? Like, just the weirdos and stuff like that. Is it like that in the minors where there's so many personalities, so many people that you're like, there's this one guy that I would never hang out with off the field. Like there's this one guy where I'm definitely scared of him because he's kind of creeps me out. Is it like that in the minor leagues or are all the guys kind of beauties? <laughs> Dude, let's put it this way. You got people from all around the world. Yeah. You see some things and you hear some things and you like look at some people. They just don't look all the way there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah kind of thing in yourself like you might actually eat rocks when you leave the camp like the complex you know what i mean those kind of people um no yeah we we have some dudes that like we have some dudes that look like they're gangbangers because they're just like scary looking like we have a couple dudes like that we got a couple dudes that are that might be the most quirky kind of off dudes off the rocker type people and then you have dudes that are like the most like humble nice people do you got like every type of personality every all right let me you know like when you drink and you have like the different type of drunks yeah think about that plus like their personality beforehand so it's just like 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 playing a russian roulette with anyone you meet you just don't know what you're gonna get dude i mean that's just i just always picture that because to like the fans you look at the tv and you're like damn like that guy's in the show he's probably a beauty and then you meet him and he's just like talking about Minecraft and shit. He's just the weirdest dude ever. Like you just, I, you're like, I would never hang out with this guy in my life. So yeah. I was, I just always wondered that. Oh yeah, dude. Like at the end of the day, like you, like other than baseball, like <laughs> these dudes are just normal people doing like their own normal weird fantasies and their own like stuff they like to do. So dude, you you get some interesting characters. You get some weird pitchers, like left-handed pitchers specifically. Yeah, you see. For me, it's catchers. For me, it's catchers that I would feel like would be the weird guys. See, you think that, but, like, they're pretty much, like, they're kind of like the dads of the group, like the really, like, kind of normal ones because what they do, for, they literally get hit in the face, in the body all day long. So they're pretty normal. They're pretty laid yeah. back. The pitchers are just weird normally because they're just so isolated all the time. Yeah. That Dude, I just I think that, like, over the time, they just lose social skills. Like, I'm just, like, it's just For weird. sure. For sure, just you're right. The by themselves, dude, they're just they're just odd creatures. Like they really are just creatures of the game. <clears throat> yeah, and I asked this to Cole too. I mean, do you guys kind of look at that prospect list and will throw the friendly chirp and be like, Cole, like I'm two spots ahead of you, buddy. I'm the fifth rank prospect. You're number seven. You like what's up? You better listen. You better. You're kind of talking down to them as a joke, just like a friendly hockey chirp at one another, just saying, listen, uh, you're number seven, bro. I don't, I don't talk. I don't listen to your commands. If, if one of us is having a bad day, for sure. Like, it, it could get tossed in there. 
but like there's just so there all right so there's so many brains in that house just like just jumping everywhere around the, the whole map that like usually we don't really talk about baseball because there's so much going on individually in our minds that like we're just popping off questions like it's left and right that we don't even get a chance to really talk about baseball we'll get into it but like I think I honestly I think maybe like once or twice the rankings it got up honestly they'll go at your life before they go at your baseball career yeah I respect that that's that's the kind of guy that's the kind of friends you want they don't give like they'll they'll keep that shit off the field like they won't talk about that stuff unfortunately we have a few of them that you know just just they don't really realize they can't separate that yeah so we got guys that will actually go at your like your career which is a it's a little that's insane that's insane it's a little too far i'm not gonna name names or anything but they dude every like it is like clockwork like if they say something it's gonna go too far oh okay i I, everyone has friends like that though i mean everyone has friends where they'll say something you'll be like dude relax (laughs) yeah hey on man like have some feel it's insane, man. Being the number five prospect, which is just honestly insane for a, such a sick organization with the Cubs, man. Have you kind of got an opportunity to look back and be like, dude, I'm the number five prospect for the Chicago Cubs. How, like, I couldn't even imagine. Dude, honestly, um, it kind of goes both ways. Like, I see it as like, dude, it's a blessing. You know, it's so sick. Like, cause like, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm playing a game that I've played since I was four years old for a living now. So like, Every day is just a treat. Like, it's a treat for me. At the same time, though, like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think I deserve to be that high right now after last season. Like, offensively, like, I put up half the numbers I should. So, at, from that standpoint, like, I don't think I deserve to be where I'm at. Um, but it's sick, you know. Like, I just don't – like, I, t- I tend to not look at it as much because, like, dude, they bounce around like nobody's business. Like, we have guys that have never even played in pro ball yet that are, like, on the top 30 so it's like it's kind of more of like a political thing to me because i just don't i just try to keep you know what it is but yeah it kind of goes both ways sometimes dude but like when you when you really have those days where you're like kind of reminiscing on what you've accomplished over like since you came into pro bowl it's sick it's like dude like i never thought i would have been right here where i'm at now and like you just look at it and you get the chills dude you're like wow like this is this could work like this could actually happen yeah, no, it's crazy. Who's one guy you're kind of excited to play with on the Chicago Cubs whenever you get that call up next year, the year after, whenever? Who's one guy you're watching this team now and you're just saying, I cannot wait to just be in the same dugout as that guy? Javier Baez. The GOAT. Legend. The dude, electric. Yeah, he is. Dude, absolutely electric factory. It's crazy, but- that guy. Actually, I, so I've actually – I've been in the, uh, the dugout with most of the team. I will say, dude, they're kids, like legit kids. Like I had – so one of my first games in, in, you know, in big league – like in the big league games, the spring training, whatever it is, I had Chris Bryant come up to me. He goes, hey, man. I'm like – in my head, I'm like, oh. Holy fuck. That's what yeah. I'm saying of Chris Bryant. First thing because of mine is, wow, he's better looking in person. Two is, dude, this is Chris Bryant. This dude literally goes, which one are you feeling today? And I'm like, uh, that one. He goes, ah, I'm feeling that one too. But, like, for some – he's just, like, making things up. And he, like – literally, he's walking up there, no helmet, has his stuff on, walks up to the dug, like, almost out of the dugout, and plays eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and then just drops the bat behind him, puts on his helmet, and goes there and rakes. And I'm like, 
that's that's my first interaction and i'm like whoa uh i was like so he's just like us <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like dude God. he's just as funny as us and he comes back and goes solid choice <laughs> i'm like um, did he mash like what do you do with that did he get a double dude, what do you he hit an absolute tater piece left on a dude all right i remember this perfectly hanging curveball we're playing the mariners hanging curveball comes in hot this dude stays back hits a tater piece off the left field wall and i'm sitting there like oh my god <laughs> he's my he's dad a freak. He's, he's a my freak dad. i'm like what is going on but yeah dude he came back in and he's just just a normal weird just normal white dude just normal just just normal dude i hate how much i love that guy i mean he is so good looking it is stupid he's a he, multi-millionaire and he mashes baseballs dude he, Luckily, that guy's locked down. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, if he wasn't locked down. Oh, my God. He's not locked down. I'm never bringing a girl around him. Hell no. Never. Never. I I wouldn't let my girlfriend within a 30-mile radius of Chris Brown. Ever. Yeah. She's not coming back with me if she sees him. I would be honored. I was thinking about this the other day. I would be honored if Chris Bryant, like, hit on my girlfriend. Like, how cool would that be? It'd be like, yeah, dude. You can't have this. You can have anything you want in the world. You can't have this shit. It would be cool. Yeah. It'd be electric. Honestly, if he dabbed me up, I'd be, dude, I'd be like, yeah, I made it. This girl's, this girl's the one. Officially, this girl's the yeah. one. Yeah, no, I'd be like, I'm getting on my knee right now. And <laughs> it's crazy, man. And when you meet guys like that, that are that, like that massive, that humble, what, do you think that's something that kind of teaches you when you get up there and there's this like young kid, like grinding, just in the dugout, just chilling? to kind of be the exact same way as Chris Bryant was like to you. Is that something that – what a question, by the way. Holy shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dude, absolutely. Like, so when I met Chris Bryant and a couple of guys, dude, they they play games like – like in spring training and stuff like that, they take it – you know, it's obviously serious, but, like, dude, they have so much fun with it. And, like, it's it's always a game. It's not a career. It's not a job. It's a game. It's fun. You know what I mean? So if I can – if I can be a big leaguer and be like the like on the level of Chris Bryant, dude, I'm I'm messing with every minor leaguer. Like I'm I'm like asking them weird questions, like asking them personal questions. Like I'm trying to break the ice with every single one of them because like dude, like I know how much like that like how cool that was and like how much like that stood out to me. Like imagine if you had a big leaguer like Chris Bryant go into your locker room and like mess with all the minor leaguers. And that's what I think, man. If you're a major leaguer and you're just an asshole to all the minor leaguers, what are you doing? Like, what? you were in that sh- you were in that shoes what two years ago, and now you're just an asshole for no reason. Like, f- dude, fun fact: Anthony Rizzo one time was shooting a paintball gun in uh, the the weight room. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, I guess, I guess, like, when he first got into his career, the kid's just in an electric factory, and for some reason they are playing with paintball guns. There's literally a yellow paint mark still there to this day in our weight room from him shooting that. What a guy. I mean, when you think of the Cubs, you think of these kind of personalities, which is, like, it's not what it used to be there. I mean, you, it was, like, kind of a the Yankees kind of organization run. Not, I guess you call blue-collared fans, but yeah. now you just look at all these guys. They all have – different personalities you have Javier Baez who points at the catcher before making a tag big dick move you have Chris Bryant who's one of the hottest guys in baseball good for (laughs) him doing commercials for Red Bull mashing baseballs Brian Reynolds of baseball he is he is it's it's insane Uh, and then then you have just 
I mean, I that team, you have Schwarbo who just hits balls on top of buildings. What a team to just kind of get drafted by and get put through because they pass that shit down to you where it's like, dude, you're nobody. Like, you're not bigger than every, anyone else. You're on the same level. Just be a humble dude and just have fun with it. Like, that's what's dude, cool about the Cubs. Absolutely. And, that, dude, these dudes, like, I saw Jay Hay for the first time in spring training last year. I had never seen him, like, up close, like, in personal. Like, you know, like, like when you're watching him do something. Like, I only saw him, like, in the hot tub, you know, like, like after practice or whatever. Seeing this dude work, dude, the dude is a behemoth of a man. Like, really? he is a – dude, he's a tank. Like, I was literally watching him, and I'm just like, dude, this guy could literally, like, eat my lunch right now. <laughs> just take it. <laughs> Dude, he could walk up to me and look at me. I'm going to be like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, take it. Take it. That, what? Oh, my God. dude! It, it's actually crazy. And I'm looking forward to it because I'm a Jays guy. What a team the Jays are. Jay, playoff clinch yesterday. Whatever. You love to see it. Dude. It's a crazy team. And I feel bad because a guy, uh, being a young – we had Jordan Groshans on a couple weeks ago. He's a shorts, like, uh, middle I'm infielder. Love, you, you know Jordan? You know Jordan. All right. Yeah, and, and it's – you feel – He's what? He is a savage. He that dude will be in the big leagues. That oh. dude is gross. He is. He and he and what a guy to have on the pod. Just a massive, massive prospect. He's electric, dude. Electric. And, and he kind of rubs people off the wrong way, I guess, because he's like just he knows he's nasty. Which I'd be the exact same way. I even told him I'd be the exact same way he is. What was? Do you play against him or anything like that, dude? Yeah. So I actually met him through Cole. Um. But yeah, I played him a bunch last season, dude. Like. Every time he went there, like, I get on second base, like, we're talking smack back and forth. Like, we're going at it. Like, he's just a good dude. He's, he's just a dirty grinder, honestly. He's a grimy savage. Yeah, he is. He is. A, he's going to be so nasty. But like I said, I feel bad for those kind of guys because you look at this Jays roster, and it's like, not talk about the Jays, which I always do. You look at this roster, and you're an infielder growing, coming up in that system. You're like, where am I going to play? You got Boba Shett, Vladdy, Biggio, like, all right, like you just hate to see it, right? And it must be so you shitty. Know what, I'm doing? what are you doing? Hey, uh, front office, I'm gonna need to trade. Yeah, I'm gonna need to get out of here. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to go to the if, Orioles or some shit. If not, I'm playing the indie ball in the next summer, and I'm gonna be sitting there the rest of my life. So yeah. I'm gonna need to get out of here. Real yeah, quick. I'm gonna need to get out of there. But Groshans is just gonna find a way. He's just nasty. Dude, He's so I'm, gross. I'm telling you right now, this this is what I think is gonna happen. I think he's going to keep going. He's going to boss up this year. He's going to get traded in a package deal for a big leaguer, and he'll be going to the big leagues in two years. Easily. I, 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 he, I think he's going to be fast. I think he's going to be up there fast. You just see guys getting called up now that haven't played above A-ball. It's, just, it, it's crazy. And it makes you think, if he was another organization, he might be in the show right now. Dude, <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, the, I think it was the Jays. The Jays just had a dude that played on Lansing's team against us last year debut and hit a bomb in the big Alejandro league. Kirk Babe yeah, Ruth we call dude. oh my god so okay so he was like one of our favorite guys because when, yeah we had a pitcher that literally was the white version of him like like <laughs> to, he, they were like identical it was like his name's Jeff Passantino they yeah. were like like they looked like brothers dude it was awesome <laughs> so I dude I remember this dude coming up like dude, he he hit an absolute one of the highest and just an absolute nuke of a pitch off Cam Sanders last year. Dude, <laughs> we, like, 
Dude, he has it all. Dude, he had the he had like the Mexican like the um the walk like the Mex- up music. music walk up dude yeah walk up dude he, hey you like this dude he walked up there with the juice let me tell you he knew what the, what the hell he was about to do I'd risk my life for him I'd say I said it I literally said it I would risk my life for Alejandro Kirk he is disgusting he's like a five foot eight you see this guy on the road you're thinking this guy's not a big big leaguer and he just calls comes up. Or all this Chapman on the bump, he doesn't give a shit. He just steps up to the plate, just flicks something. He's crazy. Dude, the the confidence just through the roof. Like, you, dude, you can't, you can't, you just can't. This is just God given. You just can't, you can't it expect it. It is. I I hate those guys. Like I said, I hate Chris Bryant for how good looking and how nasty he is at baseball. I hate the guys that are just naturally good at baseball. So here's my last question. Let's end this with some electric shit here. Okay. What's the weirdest thing that has happened to you in the minor leagues? Just to, like. A weird fan interaction, a weird bus ride, a weird city, anything you've been just where you're like, what the hell am I doing right now? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. You, hey, you, want, you want the most electric thing? Let's hear it. I'm on the road. I forget where we're at. All right. All I remember, like, dude, the play, I forget where it was, um, but, dude, these fans were on my ass from game one all year. Like, every time we played there, dude, I was getting hammered in center field, like, just destroyed. So, this one time, I'm sitting out there, and uh, I had just made a play, throwing it in, whatever, and I'm, like, calling out the outs. We're up by, like, uh, I think we're down, like, two runs at this point. And this kid is just chirping me in the back. So, I'm not turned around or anything, right? Sounds like a younger kid. I'm not going to go at his life because he's a kid. He's a fan, whatever. He's just having a good time. This dude keeps bantering, keeps bantering, kind of like, you know, he's really just really going at my life. And I'm like, damn, I want to know. Like, I'm trying to, I'm like, I want to know what this kid looks like now. So as I'm about to look, he says a comment that uh, involved some family members and some, uh, some stuff that you have to be over 18, you know, to do some, some consensual oh, some stuff. sexual stuff. Okay. So he said this, I looked back, dude, it was a kid with like autism coming at my life. Oh my God. I like looked back and I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I, I like didn't even say, I was like so just shocked. I was like, first of all, that's just so aggressive. Secondly, like that's just mean. I, I'm not oh going to say God. anything bad. I don't want to be mean, but dude, like. I don't think I've ever been so rattled by a fan in my life. Like I turned around and I literally almost dropped my glove out of my hands. Like that's how rattled I was. Wow. So he had your brain in a pretzel, this kid. Dude, dude, this guy had my brain in a blender. Wow. Wow. Dude, like, I, I, dude, I literally walked back in the dugout and I like, I was just like talking about it and everyone like was like, no way. So, like, we go to the outfield, and I'm, like, trying to, like, show him where he's at. Dude, we finally catch a peek at this dude. And I'm, like, they're all, like, yeah, you can't say anything back. Like, there's no way. Like, you, like, you oh. just got, like, whatever those fans say now from now on, you got to take it off the chin. That is bananas. Because think about this. You turn around. You don't – you're not even thinking. You don't even look at the kid. You turn around. You say something. It's, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Wow. That yeah. is just – Wow. Yeah, that, that's insane, man. I, I couldn't dude. even imagine. Dude, I literally, like, I just, dude, I'm even rattled now because I'm like thinking about it. I'm just thinking about how I felt, dude. I was literally like, couldn't even speak. Like, I just like looked back. 
I honestly, I, I probably missed the next two pitches. Thank God nobody hit it to me because I was just oh, air. so it's rattled. Air. Dude, no way I'm even catching it. I'm missing it by a good five feet. Like, I'm running the opposite direction because I'm that rattled right now. Yeah. Dude, that's dude, crazy, man. Yeah, that, that was probably the – like, I literally turned around and I was like, where the hell am I? Dude, wow. I couldn't even – what town was it in? Did you even – you don't even know? Dude, I don't even remember. I, 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 I'm trying to think of the field that was at. If I, I can't imagine. I, dude, I yeah. Imagine. It, that was probably one of the most, like, just – dude, I was so rattled. Like, it was, <laughs> it's still it's every day. I was like, I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I can't say anything back. One, because he's a kid. And secondly, I'm not going to get in trouble for that. No, I'm not no being – that hell no. That's a, that's the quickest way to get blackballed out of baseball is do some stuff like that. Yeah, or to get canceled. Like, you're done. You're done. Dude, I was like, I got to take it. He might actually do it now because I can't say anything. Yeah, he might literally do it. But what a way to end the show, man. I mean, what an episode. Just two personalities colliding here. I felt like I was talking to a childhood friend. You just <laughs> love to see it. It's going to be a guy It's going to be just in the outfield and Wrigley Field in the – What's that grass called? What's the, the ivy in the outfield just making nasty plays, hitting after Schwarbo in the lineup? It's my, it was my pleasure, man. What an episode. What an episode. Dude, absolutely. Dude, hey, if you're ever out and wherever we're in, if we're in Arizona or whatever, if I'm you don't up. hit me up, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to pull up. I'm pulling up. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you.